Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back with my podcast, Vitamin Sports. We take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Today's topic is go off, because that's what I'm finna do today. Um, I listen to, you know, ESPN, I always listen to my competition, and the one thing I heard was Stephen A. Smith said something special today. He said Lamar Jackson should be done with the Ravens, and I find that funny. Why is it that everywhere I go, people are starting to say Lamar Jackson? They're starting to be Lamar Jackson fans and not true Ravens fans. Like, the Ravens did their job. And barring injury, the Ravens put the personnel around Lamar Jackson that's best suited for our team. We don't need the most productive receivers because we have won two Super Bowls without top-tier receivers. But let's look at Lamar Jackson. And like I said, the Ravens did their job, but, you know, players get injured. But on the other seasons, Lamar Jackson has went down since 2019. And if you don't believe me, check the stats. Lamar Jackson came into the season betting on himself, which he had no grounds to bet on himself. You haven't made it past the division around. You've led the league in touchdown passes once. You average between 200 to maybe 250 yards a game, which is fine. But the kind of money you're asking for is a guy that can go into a game, the run game ain't working, and he can throw us to a championship. No, we need a combination of both. Lamar Jackson created bad blood between him and the front office. And what I mean by that is bad blood is the fact that the front office don't come to him and ask him what do he need. They go to John and they go to Greg Roman. Well, what do you need in order for Lamar to succeed? Rather than Lamar put on his big boy pants and walk up to the front office and demand that he needs a a receiver that can go get the ball, that he needs an offensive line that can hold their ground against any pass rusher out there. That we need, you know, a running back that can go three, four, five, six, seven yards a carry. That don't get tired. A bell cow. That's what the Ravens need. And that's what it seems like the Ravens aren't getting because our quarterback is acting real childish. Off the field, he's a productive citizen. But I can't tell because he doesn't study. On the field, I know he doesn't study. Do you know... That Lamar Jackson can't read defenses. This year, since he's Lamar, actually, since Lamar Jackson has been in this league, Lamar Jackson has been stopped by two defenses zone and zero blitz. Zone is the easiest defense that you can line up in front of a quarterback. Defensive coordinators try to move away from zone. Because it's easy. You rarely see defenses do zero blitz every single play. Because your defense gets tired. And sometimes they don't get home. Miami showed you the blueprint on how to stop Lamar Jackson. Then the Giants showed you how to stop Lamar Jackson in Wink Martindale's defense. But we should give Lamar Jackson $300 million for not beating some of the from the easiest defenses you can beat. And Zero Bliss, do you know 
it's a quick route. It's a quick pass. Mark Andrews is open across the middle every time. Every time in that Miami game. You can break the zone, but you can't break a zone when you have all the receivers doing the same route tree. So that that doesn't make sense. And every time I look at my coach's face, when I get a when I see the play calling call down to Lamar Jackson or Tyler Huntley, it's like it's pitiful, man. Like, okay, I know we're not gonna get nothing. But everybody say I'm a Lamar Jackson hater. How am I hating on a man that don't know the plays? I caught out every play last week against the Browns. I told you where the ball was going. I told you where to throw the ball. And I'm sitting on my couch. And I know how to call better plays than a guy that's been doing this for the, a decade. Who was a head coach and a coordinator. And Greg Roman. I got more tenacity in my field than the quarterback in Lamar Jackson on the Ravens team. I study my ass off every single day to get better. But my quarterback can't seem to study at all. And then he wonder why people keep him out the top tier of quarterbacks. We always talk about how Joe Flacco wasn't this, but Joe Flacco wasn't that. But when the push came to shove, Joe Flacco met the rubber where it needs to meet the road. And that means Joe Flacco stepped up in crucial moments. Other than two, maybe two to three games, I can recall Lamar Jackson stepping up. No, four games. Because you got to count that Titans game in the playoffs. You got to count that Kansas City game where he hit a Cartwell in the end zone and had bruises for the last three to four or five weeks. Then we got to talk about the comeback against the Browns when he came in and he threw the touchdown pass to Hollywood Brown. We got to talk about when he went up against the Colts and we were down and we came back in the game. So that's the second time the Colts, other than the Minnesota Vikings, have led a team to come back and win the game. So, but Lamar Jackson deserves $300 million on the Ravens? Hell no. He should go somewhere else where he can get that kind of money and be productive. And Stephen A., you said Lamar Jackson will go somewhere else and be happy because their team will be fully invested in it. How can the the team <clears throat> be fully more invested into Lamar Jackson than the Ravens? Stephen A., did you know the Baltimore Ravens changed their entire offense for the last five years for Lamar Jackson? I'm sorry, four years for Lamar Jackson. Did you know the Ravens took a chance on a quarterback that other teams needed a quarterback more than we did? And we picked up a guy that should have been the second quarterback taken off the board, if not the first. But you said Ravens fans are going Ravens going to really appreciate that. Stephen, let me tell you a little bit about the Ravens' history. The Ravens have won two Super Bowls without Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Trent Dilfer was in the first string, the second string. I don't even think he was the third string. He was the fourth string quarterback. Joe Flacco. Nobody knew who Joe Flacco was, but the Ravens picked him up. And since 2008, yeah, since yeah, since he's been in the league, I don't think it was 2008. It might have been. I had to double check. Since 2008, his rookie season, Joe Flacco has been in the playoffs. He's made a home in the playoffs. But we trying to compare this guy 
who's been to the playoffs and showed up in big moments. We was talking about a guy that went up against Tom Brady in his prime, Peyton Manning in his prime, and Andrew Luck, an upcoming player in the AFC, which happened to be the Colts. We went on the road, but we got people talking about John Harbaugh's a bad quarterback. I mean, sorry, a bad coach. And John Harbaugh has the highest row wins in NFL history, more than Bill Belichick, more than any other court, uh, coach, I keep saying quarterback, any other coach. But y'all want to talk about firing a man that was a special teams coach that was under the regime regime of Andy Reid and a defensive back coach as well. So Marcus Peters, when he's talking to you, he knows what he's talking about. So you need to shut up and listen. He got something that you don't have, and that's a Super Bowl. So I will sit back and humble yourself. I love the passion. I love the fight that you had. I wanted you ever since your rookie season, ever since you was in the draft from the University of Washington. You was a dog. I wanted you. But the fact that you keep not understanding that you don't understand that my coach knows he's talking about. He's been to the mountaintop. He's been to where very few coaches in this league have ever even sniffed. And that's the AFC championship, the conference championship. But we got to disrespect my organization because they don't want to sign Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson should have took the contract he had because it was set up for him to get paid again. He was going to get paid again. And it was a nice cushion for the Ravens because now we're trying to sign Roquan Smith. We're trying to sign Roquan Smith, a guy that came to our team and went to the Pro Bowl. A guy that's a definition of a leader in the locker room and a leader on the field. But everybody don't see that. You can't buy leadership. You can't. Leadership is grown, homegrown. The guy came in and was the automatic leader of the team. That's how gangster Roquan Smith is. And not only that, he's taking Patrick Queen under his wing. And Patrick Queen play has got significantly better. Better. His hands have gotten better. He's reading the defense better. Ronnie Stanley, I love him to dear, but he can never stay healthy. But when he's out there, I wish he could stay healthy. Because when he's out there, he's the second best tackle in the NFL. I don't care what nobody say. He's the second best tackle behind Trent Williams. I want to know why my receivers can't get open. If I'm not in the receiving room, I will be like, yo, what's going on? Why are we all running the same routes? Lamar Jackson, you claim to be the leader of the team. Ask the front office why they keep signing these mediocre receivers. Tell them to go get you somebody. I know it's hard, Ravens. I know it's hard. Everybody can't get every position right. But this time, yo, we got to make an effort to get the position right. Rashad Bateman, why you sitting home? Get your hands right. Get your footwork right. Be the dog of the team. You want to be the number one receiver on our team? Because you ain't. 
You let Demarcus Robinson come into the team and do more for the team than you ever done. And that's saying a lot. You are a receiver. Catch with your hands, not with your body. Deshaun Jackson, I get it. You looking for a home till then when you retire, you can say, I've done it all. You have done it all. You have some of the best numbers as a receiver, man. You're the best deep threat in the NFL, in NFL history. I don't care what nobody say about Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is not a better deep threat than you, and your numbers prove it. But the fact that Lamar Jackson is not a leader of the team, nobody respects you, bro. You don't put fear in nobody's hearts on the field. Nobody. They respect you because they know what you can do, but they don't fear you because they know you scared. You better on yourself. Yo, the contract was there right then and there. That's why you need to get people that know what they're talking about, bro. Get to surround people that don't get you to do the Dometerous stuff. Do you know what Dometer is, Lamar Jackson? That means don't let the money poison you. Don't let the money use you. You use the money. But you out here trying to front up certain things, man. You holding on to the ball. Why? You don't have that kind of offensive line where you can hold on to the ball and still look for a receiver. Look at your main man, Tyler Huntley. If the read, the first read ain't there, the second read ain't there, he would dump it off to the running back or he's running for the first down. But I, I know a secret, Lamar Jackson. I know why you don't run. You're betting on yourself. You're scared that you won't get hurt by running and then you won't get paid. Well, brother, you already ruined that chance. Since 2019, your numbers have gone down significantly. You, this is your second time getting injured. First, it was your ankle. Now, it's a sprained knee. It's not looking good. Get your money. You keep worrying about Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, no, he has all the leverage because he knows Cleveland can never get better than him. Never. They can never get it right. They are another team that can't get quarterback right. Same thing with the Colts right now. They keep hiring old guys, but not want to go out and draft a guy. Why is everybody scared to draft? You got to know what you have, man. If I was the Colts, I would get rid of Matt Ryan. But I know they can't do that because they don't have no picks. They give up all their picks. That's why you should pay attention before you make mistakes, before you make an error. And then I want to get more into Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A., you're not wrong for taking the side of Lamar Jackson because when it comes to players, sometimes the players don't know what to say, but you jump in and save them. Well, let me jump in and refute what you said. You said Lamar Jackson should go to another team. Lamar, Lamar Jackson can go any team right now in the NFC right now because there's no quarterbacks right now. Dak is good. Um, the Minnesota Vikings are going to need a quarterback. The Rams are going to need a quarterback. Tampa Bay is going to need a quarterback. Anybody in the NFC right now is not sold on that quarterback other than the Eagles, for real. And I would say the Vikings and the Cowboys. Other than that, nobody else is sold on that quarterback. Nobody. Everybody is a one-trick pony. And then a side note, 
Everybody's keep getting on da uh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, that's all you're going to get. He's elevated his game. His game is maxed out. Now, the pieces around him have to get better. His receivers got to get better. His running game got to get better. His defense got to get better. When you have an open window, you got to take full advantage of it. Just like our opening was 2019, the, I mean, the Cowboys opening was 2020, I think 2021. And now it's the Eagles' turn right now. You got to take full opportunity. And I'm tired of hearing, or the front office not putting talent around him. Okay, I'm pretty sure if Lamar Jackson was all in mentally and physically, they would talk to him. But they can never find you. Yo is not here. You want to bring a Super Bowl to the Ravens, like you said. You want to be the Tom Brady of the Ravens. How you want to be the Tom Brady of the Ravens? And I'm going all over the place, ladies and gentlemen, so stick with me. How you want to be the Tom Brady of the Ravens, but you don't work hard like Tom Brady? You set this in front of the greatest linebacker in NFL history who happened to play on the Baltimore Ravens. Do you know people look down on Ray Lewis? They said he wasn't big enough. They said he wasn't fast enough. They said he didn't have what it takes. But he worked his ass off to get where he's at now. A retired two-time Super Bowl champion, a Super Bowl MVP. He's one of the very few defensive players to win a Super Bowl MVP. That's because all he did was this. You know what that is? That's the clicker. That's from him watching film. Lamar Jackson, all you do is, we see you post on social media. We see you posting your workouts. I don't care that you posting your workouts. I don't care. But when other people see you work out, it's like, okay, that's going to translate on the field. Yeah, for the first few games. Then towards the middle of the season, you cold as ice. Then we got to heat you back up with a, a frying pan, put some oil on you, fry you up a little bit. But we shouldn't have to do that. You should build like Joe Burrow, like Patrick Mahomes, like Josh Allen, like Jalen Hurts, like Justin Herbert. These guys don't always start out hot, but they finish hot. Sometimes they do start out hot, but they finish out scorching. Hey, man, there's a saying in basketball, man, the way you practice is the way you play. And according to Lamar Jackson and the sources in the Ravens, you don't practice. So you don't play hard. And you make my coach look bad because he goes to the ends of the earth for you. You make my GM hard because they got to answer they gotta answer questions about your well-being. Instead of you being a real true leader and taking accountability of your actions, I would respect. And I true honestly would respect if you said, I don't want to be here anymore. We will trade you to somewhere where you want to be, bro. A team will give you that $300 contract. And I, because I want to see, when a team give you that $300 contract, I want to see how Stephen A. Smith, how these other guys talk, how the talk will come up. Because you know what it will remind me of? It will remind me, and that's no shade to Justin Herbert. It will look like Justin Herbert. You put up big numbers, but your team keep letting you down. See, right now for the Ravens, it's, the team is working hard, but Lamar Jackson ain't. The team 
has won a few games without Lamar Jackson. But the only reason why we haven't won more is because the team is not all together. We need the team together. If you want to be here, bro, you should have signed that contract. And people keep talking about that's that's disrespectful to Lamar Jackson. Wow. How? I understand we talk about Kyler Murray hasn't done nothing. But like I said, when would they ever get a quarterback capable or even better than Kyler Murray? I wait. Cool. They won't. They wouldn't. Same thing could be said about people talk bad about Jalen Hurts. But now he's the he's in the MVP conversation. That's because his work ethic was on a high level. But I'm disappointed in Lamar Jackson. And he ain't the only one. Let's talk about Adafi Owe in my defense, who's been getting cooked all year. Where the corners at? Where the pass rush at? The only guys I see doing something out there is Justin Metabuke, Patrick Queen. My, first of all, my whole defensive line, except for uh, Adafi Owe, because he's nowhere to be found until the third quarter. You a first round, sixteen overall pick. I expect better from you. Look at look at Javion Clowney. He don't get a lot of sacks, but he's you see him on the field. You feel his presence. And at any moment, that he he can get a sack, but he will never have a double digit sack lead, double digit sack stats because he doesn't work that hard enough. But he shows his showcases his skills out on the field. Sometimes you gotta want it. You got to want to be the best. Like, look at T.J. Watt. He wants to be the best. Look at Miles Garrett. He wants to be the best. Hell, look at Khalil Mack. People saying he's having an off year, but yeah. He's had seven sacks this year. That's still good. Seven sacks is still good. Look at Justin Houston on his third team. And it's like 31-plus. And he's still putting up better numbers than Dafe Owe. Look at Justin uh, JPP. JPP, we got him off his couch. And he does more for the Ravens than Dafe Owe. Look at Tyson Bowser. Tyson Bowser. He came into the game doing better from a torn ACL, doing better than Dafe Owe. But everybody keeps talking about the fact that why are the Ravens not? Are they a contender or a pretender? I wouldn't call us a pretender. I just don't think we're a good team because we have too many holes on our defense, too many holes in our offense. We can't count on any of our running backs except for when they actually show up. Like J.K. Dobbins, you could have been in the conversation for comeback player of the year, but you rushed your injury back. You rushed it back. You rushed to get back when you all you had to do was be patient. Time heals all wounds. Gus Edwards. Bro, you running scared out there, bro. It's unlike you to fumble. I'm not saying you can't fumble, but I'm saying it's unlike you. That should be a rare commodity of you fumbling. But then my receivers, I go back to y'all every time because who wants the ball? Who wants it? Y'all got to be hungry for the ball. Last week was unacceptable. Unacceptable. Drop passes, fumble, hold on to the football. 
Envision that that's your child you hold on to. Would you let somebody steal your child from you? Will you let somebody steal your money from you? No. Mark Andrews, I can't seem to count on you, bro. Congratulations on making it to the Pro Bowl. But I can't count on you no more, bro, because you got hands that's unassuring. But that's enough of the Ravens. Let's go to basketball. The Lakers. Why is it that every time I turn on my TV, there's only two players doing something? That's AD and LeBron James. And right now, it's LeBron James and Russ. Or it's LeBron James and Austin Reed. It's never a team collective win. And that's sickening to my stomach. I had my cousin ask me, when's the last time a Lakers drafted pick stayed on the team for a long period of time? Oh, past five years. I said the last one probably had to be Derek Fisher. Then he's like, okay. Well, more than 10 years. I mean, yeah, equivalent to 10 years. I said it was James Worthy. That's crazy. I explained to him. I said the Lakers draft players, but they want to win now. Every year they want to, Every year they feel as though they can win. And they can if they put the right personnel together. But for these last couple of years, it hasn't seemed to work out. AD can never stay healthy. LeBron James is... In year 365, Russell Westbrook got to go. Everybody, we can need shooters. Every five minutes, I get an alert from YouTube talking about how the Lakers are talking about trades. Already? This is some of the stuff we should have did in the offseason. But because the Lakers are 2-1, they don't have the right, they have a weak, weak chain of command in that front office. Genie Bus, take control of your team. You should have called back Magic and hired some people that know what the hell they're doing. Rob Palenka does not know what he's doing. He does not. Magic told you that. The commentators told you that. Certain players told you that. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just signing people just to sign people. And it's all crumbling down. And it's a shame, man. There's, there should never be a conversation of the Lakers not competing for a playoff berth or the Western Conference and the NBA Finals. But for these last couple of years, the Lakers have been a joke, man. And it's starting to look like those years where it was just Kobe doing Kobe stuff. Now people understand how we should have put more talent around Kobe Bryant. And speaking of Kobe Bryant... Because I'm done with the Lakers. Because there ain't nothing else to say. Playing like trash this year. I listen to other people commentate about, you know, when it comes to sports. Right? And the first thing they be saying is, well, Kobe Bryant is not a top five player. I said, if Kobe Bryant's not a top five player, you need to tear that list down. You need to. What can what else can Kobe Bryant have done to prove to you that he wasn't a top player? He has nine first team all defenses. That's a tied for an NBA record. NBA record. He's better than Will Chamberlain. I'm sorry. Will Chamberlain played in the league with eight players. Eight teams, I'm sorry. He was the biggest thing on the field. I mean court. 
But he did what he did. He dominated in that year, which was fine. Kobe should be in, in top five. For one, Kobe is a sec has the second single highest scoring game in NBA history, which is 81. Kobe went on a stretch where he dropped 40, 50, 60, 50, 60, 40. I've never seen a player do that. And this is when the rules were still stricted, not where you can't hand check and all that. And mind you, Kobe Bryant, who was who was the all-star on that team other than Paul Gasol? Kobe is a Bryant was a was a guy that won championships with less. Kobe Bryant went to the finals. Went to the finals like seven to eight times. Lost twice and won five. So he yeah he yeah he went to the finals seven times, lost twice, and won five times yeah because he lost to Detroit and then he lost to the Celtics. Kobe Bryant was robbed of an MVP in 06. No, I'm sorry, 05, and a Defensive Player of the Year in 06. Kobe Bryant was dominant. Kobe Bryant had to work his ass off to get where other people are. He even said it, that they held a grudge against him because he was a rookie and he felt as though his coach was showing favoritism. Why didn't he put Kobe Bryant in? Who knows what his numbers could have been? He might have been maybe the highest scoring player in NBA history. He probably would have beat Kareem's record. And then eventually LeBron James would have came along and beat his record. Who knows? Kobe Bryant would probably, the Lakers probably would have had more championships. Nobody knows because he didn't play. But this goes to show you that everybody don't know what they're talking about. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and you need to do your research.